0: Welcome to another edition of Cosmos with Cosmos. As always, I'm Mike.
1: And I'm Liz. And I am Brandon.
0: <laughs> yes, and so this episode, we are going to go to one of our closest neighbors, Mars. <laughs> yep, and uh, we're not going to talk about the whole planet, though that might come up on occasion. We're going to talk about the uh, the robots that are there. Oh, it's the, the rovers. Is
1: the only planet completely inhabited robots.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> I was going to say because that's one of my favorite things to say.
1: <laughs> Spoiler. You can say it with more dramatic flair later on.
2: Okay. Uh, but before we get to the rovers, uh, what is everyone drinking?
0: Brandon,
1: what do you got? Um, so, I am kind of taking a different route today. At least for the first part of this podcast. Um, I am going with the most sought after liquid on Mars. Water. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> ah, cool right. refreshing water from my spaceship cup.
0: Doesn't that uh, defeat the purpose of this whole podcast?
1: Yeah, give me a little bit. I'm still tired.
0: Liz, uh well, while you're doing that Liz, I will um talk about my drink. Oh. I am uh calling it Opportunities Blueberry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't. No, and and uh, we will discuss blueberries later on. Yeah. Um. Uh, but uh. But my drink um is is basically a uh. You know a, a take on uh, a Moscow Mule. Um. It's blueberry vodka, um, and ginger beer with um with blueberries.
2: Hey, nice, nice. Um, I am drinking what I am calling. Sojourners' truth, which will make sense uh, when I when I talk a little bit about uh, the plucky little rover. Plucky little rover. Plucky
0: little rover. That was
2: on Mars later. So uh, yes, and it, my drink is huh. just um, Bailey's and coffee because that was cold Fair earlier. Enough. Now I'm getting a little bit too hot, but
1: that's okay. You know, speaking of yeah. plucky little rovers on Mars, uh, did you ever see the Great little toaster? Remember that cartoon?
2: <laughs> I love the did, did little toaster. Did you know that there's
1: a sequel? <laughs> And yeah. they go to Mars. <laughs> Do and they go to Mars? It is, Greenwood's I to Mars. I
2: heard, there, I heard there was a sequel, I haven't seen it. I just
1: know of
2: it. Yeah, I just know of it. But, uh, that was a fucked-up yeah, show. Oh, it was so a fucked-up cartoon. But uh, speaking of so pop great.
1: culture references, I guess we should also update everyone with our uh, two drinking rules of the show. Mm. There are only there are two. two. Just like the sit, that's a drink. Um, so the first <laughs> rule we have is if... Um, Captain Jack or General Leia, the two puppies, begin to bark. That's a drink. And the second rule, as you just saw, uh, if there is a reference to Star Wars in any way, you drink. I have spoken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have to drink.
2: Oh, boy.
1: There. I, I can make all the references today, and I'll be fine. <sighs>
0: um, in case you do not have Disney+, Plus, that is from The Mandalorian. Okay. <laughs> but I am sure that you have Disney Plus, it, so I mean, everybody's yeah, got Disney it Plus is the now.
2: World. It is, it is the way. Um, and uh, just want to remind everyone that you can follow us on Twitter at Drinking Cosmos, uh, Instagram at Cosmos with Cosmos. I'm so old because I don't call it Insta; I just call it Instagram. You already call it the Gram. I don't call it the Gram. Do it. Does anyone call, call it, it the, the Gram? Like
0: Graham Cracker. <laughs>
2: so you can follow us there and also um, our website cosmoswithcosmos.com and the podcast will be available on your favorite streaming service like Spotify or Apple music whatever it's called now and Google, Google. Play
0: yeah and uh, we'll be putting these videos up on YouTube oh
2: yeah and twitch stuff will eventually hit YouTube when basically it, as long as the video quality holds uh, <laughs> last time it was, uh, it was a bit of a bust but that's all right
0: Basically everywhere, we're trying to put this up. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, tell your friends, folks. Tell your friends. All right, let's get into uh, the astronomy events of the week, and I will turn my cell phone off before Mike yells at me.
0: Oh, well, maybe I should do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> and Let me try to get the Twitch
1: link so I can share it via our Twitter.
0: Yes. Yay. Yes, mine was off. do that. So.
2: Okay.
0: All right, so... Um, uh, there's there's only three um this week.
2: Oh, good job.
0: Yeah, and they're all contemporary because I got yelled at by Liz.
2: I no, I just no, it's fine.
0: Okay, so um, um, the three are um all solar system um, specific, and so we'll begin with a uh, uh, the release of a new global map of the moon Titan. Oh, I did not
2: know about
0: this. Largest moon of of Saturn. Um it used the Cassini uh data and mapping of Titan. And um uh, for us, us, Brandon, Liz, and myself, um, we are all have been connected to uh, Professor David Williams over at ASU and uh in one way or another and he was Instrumental in the creation of this map and basically it's the best map that we've had so far of Titan and it shows uh, Predominantly um, Titan is uh, a lot of plains. Um There are some dunes around the equator of Titan um, They there are lakes of methane and ethane mm. the larger of the lakes are up north and um, Yeah, so new global map of, of Titan
2: um, I have a question. Uh, does methane smell bad when it's not coming out of a butt?
0: <laughs> um, I'm not sure what liquid methane smells like. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> Just want to know if... Uh...
0: So we're, we're starting this podcast off <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> I mean...
0: No, I no, I get you. I'm I'm sure so liquid methane is ships. not not pleasant. Um, the other other news, uh, we will go a little bit closer uh, in from uh, Titan. We'll go to uh, Europa, a moon of Jupiter. Jupiter's. Yep, and they have found um, water vapor above it, so water geysers uh, on Europa, and well, water vapor above it which gives even more evidence that there's a liquid water ocean beneath its icy surface. Um, the estimates are that that, uh, that ocean is twice that of the Earth's oceans. Wow.
2: It's
0: a lot of water. A lot of water. It
2: could be a lot Methane gas of...
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I yep. know you are going
1: for it. I
2: know. <laughs> you mean life. there <laughs> in you <mean life. laughs>
0: That would be awesome.
2: That would be amazing.
0: Um, also, for the first time, uh, for the first time, we have detected sugars in meteorites. Now, sugars? Yes. Or can
2: we eat them?
0: <laughs> um, so they they have found you know a lot of like you know uh, stuff on asteroids and stuff like this, but this is the first time with uh, meteorites. And in particular, they found um, the sugar ribose, which is important in ribonucleic acid (RNA), which is cool. yeah,
1: well, biology yep. world right there.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> know, right? <laughs> which um, maybe if my mom is listening, she can like get onto Twitch and tell me exactly what RNA does. But uh, it has something to do with the replication of DNA. Wow! It helps with that.
2: I never thought about sugar in space.
0: Well, oh, that's sweet. Well, this is. this <laughs> sweet. Yeah, they're sweet. They were sweet meteoroids. You, you could put them in your tea, and it would sweeten up your tea mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And it would be cold. Oh, hey, because the, of, because of space, the, so it, the OG so, rock candy. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, in a, in an effort to be quick. That's all I got. Awesome!
2: Yay. You did a great job. I, we learned a lot from that.
0: Yes, we will not. I will not be yelled at this week. No,
2: no I never yelled <laughs> at you. You'll get a gold star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a big one.
0: I'm gonna put it right next to my bed. The gold star. <laughs> it will be my only gold star. But it will go right there, and I will put a little frame around it. Oh. It's just a gold star I got on episode nine of Cosmos I with know, Cosmos. It'll be my last one, right? <laughs> my last last gold star, first and last. But
2: anyway, cool. maybe it'll be a red star because it's a Mars episode.
0: Ooh, well, that'd be a nice. really big sticker, hey.
2: though,
1: It's a red star. Anyway, uh, I know. Oh
2: wow.
1: Oh it's, geez,
2: Brandon. It, okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into the, a little Mars. Yeah, but so. Now, before we can talk about the rovers on Mars, I think it's important just to give a little, a little overview of the planet itself. Okay. Okay. You're up. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> do, this. do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So, so Mars uh, is fourth planet from the sun. Uh, about 152 million miles away from the sun. Uh, we are 93 million miles away from the sun, for reference. Um, it's about half the size of the Earth, but its year is twice as Whoa. long. Oh, nice. Right, I know. That's kind of cool. Um, Does it
0: have seasons like we have seasons?
2: What's its axial tilt? Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The axial tilt is similar to the Earth's tilt, so yeah.
2: Yes. (laughs) But its orbit is more oblong, so the seasons are more extreme. Yeah, more elliptical. More eggy, to be
1: scientifically.
2: (laughs) More eggy. They're more (laughs) (laughs) eggy. So the the seasons are more extreme than ours. And, uh, of course, everybody knows it's the red planet. And that's because it's... Rusty! Hey.
0: Rusty! It's
2: a rusty planet. Iron right. oxide. And the, in the, in the surface dirt makes it... Makes it... Uh, rusty. And, and it gives that reddish... Reddish appearance. So Mars is really exciting because... Um, it's... Could have been very similar to Earth in the past. Meaning it could have had water. It could have had life. And... In terms of the solar system, it is a relatively easy planet to get to, so to speak. It doesn't take as long to reach it as, say, going to
0: Jupiter. Getting there is very different from landing. (laughs) Well, yes,
2: that's true. Getting there and landing, two different things. But, um, you know, it's always been sort of this—we've always had this fascination with Mars, um, and it has been, uh, like— the main feature in a lot of our science fiction for 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 hundreds of years now i would say um war of the worlds yeah and so we want to go there we want to see we want to see what's going on what's what it's like and if it could have had life in the past or if there's any life on there now that sort of thing um so there's been many missions uh to mars um and there was um, the uh, the first lander on Mars. Is so that the Viking lander? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, in the seventies. Nineteen
0: seventy six, I believe. Nineteen
2: seventy six. And and, and the, the they Viking they actually had a goal to see if like to find life on Mars. And and unfortunately the results became inconclusive and it wasn't Really seen as that successful of a mission And so the interest in exploring Mars sort of um, died down.
0: Well, initially the Viking results were positive. And well, so,
2: yeah, and then they, and
0: so um, they're like, "Hey, we found life on life on Mars, but further examination is it, it could have been inconclusive."
2: Right. Yeah. So it was kind of like it was it was a dud. It became a dud. So um, fast forward uh, many years. Twenty. Is oh, that the math you're doing? Are we probably? getting to? Yeah. Um, twenty years. Fast forward twenty years, and. Uh,
0: twenty years to the day, by the way.
2: A, a Viking. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, and Mars int- interest in Mars is sort of renewed, and so uh, essentially NASA sent another lander to Mars. And this lander also had a little present inside.
0: A little present. It
2: had a little it had a little stowaway inside.
1: Christmas in July.
2: And and its name was Sojourner. After Sojourner's truth.
0: Nice. Uh, I I Nicely done.
2: Take a sip there. of my drink
0: now. Nicely done.
2: And it was it was a rover. And so the point of Pathfinder and Sojourner was really to do a demonstration of technology um, on new ways to essentially send and land um, a lander and
1: uh, a rover. So, so how awesome is it that you're demonstrating technology? doesn't take place in the lab or like in low-earth orbit. It takes place on a different planet. Let's just see if this works, guys. Let's mm-hmm. just send yeah. this little tiny well, rover and see if it works.
2: There's no way to test it uh-huh. here on Earth. There's no way to test to get the same conditions of landing on on Mars with Mars' thin atmosphere and its lower gravity. Like there's no, we don't have the conditions to test it. And so the real test is when we send these spacecrafts, which um, uh, Brandon will definitely be talking about on a, a, a brand new way to land rovers, uh, where you are.
0: Well, no, no. I, I think oh, no, no. We, we both. Brand we both will have it, uh, because uh, Opportunity and Spirit different from Curiosity. Um, Similar in ways.
2: Yes, but but Sojourner and Pathfinder were kind of what was used for, for your guys, which you'll get into. So essentially, uh, this was the first time landing on Mars that a big parachute uh, was used to help slow the descent. Um, and then uh, basically airbags, inflatable airbags, then cushioned um, the lander upon landing and protected it. And so it landed in 1997, July 4th, 1997. That is when Pathfinder landed and, and then it lands and it opens up and this little rover rolls on out.
0: And how big is this little rover? It's
2: about the size of a microwave. A microwave. It's
1: twenty-three pounds.
0: Ta- a, little a little tiny thing. thing. It's
1: adorable. Now are we talking like your microwave you had it college dorm, or like when you made a name for no, yourself? No, it's a bit bigger.
2: A big yeah, it's like a, it's a bit. I mean, it's a big microwave, <laughs> but it's still not. It's nowhere near the size of the rovers that are going to, uh, that we're going to send to Mars. Um, and so it was the first. It was the first. Uh, first rover and um, both Pathfinder and Sojourner. Um, basically, we're going to test all these technologies on how to study Mars. And so, um, Pathfinder, it had uh, three cameras. It had a tool that could study the um, elemental composition of the rocks and the soil.
0: We we'll go up and give it a little kiss.
2: Yeah, yeah, we just kiss it and be like, hey. And then it could be like, oh, you taste like
0: blueberry tastes like iron You tastes
2: like iron (laughs) delicious um and uh it was also able when it was when it was landing it had some tools that were uh studying the atmosphere um and and measuring the atmosphere composition and and that sort of thing um and it was this it was hugely successful this mission um it sent back 2.3 billion bits of data Like that's a lot. That's a lot. It was sixteen thousand five hundred images from the lander and five hundred from the rover.
0: Wow! Like it's a lot.
2: Seventy thousand pictures. It's a lot of pictures. a lot of pictures. Um, and and essentially what Pathfinder and Sojourner um really found out was that in the past Mars. Was warm and wet. Oh yeah. And when you have a planet that's warm oh, and yeah. wet, <laughs> then you could also probably have what?
0: Life. Life.
2: Thanks. Thanks. I like the dramatics. I got you. We Really got into it. Um. So so Mars was warm and wet in the past from the uh, in the past from the data that we found by Pathfinder and Sojourner. Because we actually found really good information um and this this mission was hugely successful that shows that you don't have to spend a lot of money um in order to conduct useful science on mars it then paved the way for more mars missions to go to the surface of mars and orbit it i suppose as well
0: yeah we have a whole fleet of stuff over at mars oh, yeah.
2: yeah it's the only planet in the solar system that is completely inhabited by robots.
1: <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> that so we know speaking of, yeah, of that's being true. inhabited, I want to go back really quick to uh, Viking missions. And one of the reasons mm-hmm. why, you know, St. the Pathfinder got stamped okay uh, is because uh, when Viking was scooping up some dirt, doing some analysis, it found something weird. Uh, it found signs of life in the chemical analysis it was doing. Uh, and that, of course, freaks everybody out. It was life on Mars, heck yes. Uh, but it turns out that may have been contaminated from Viking's own material. Uh, we don't really know. Mm. So maybe we did find life on Mars, but probably it was contamination from the Viking lander. But still, that is cool.
2: Yeah, so the search continues. You know, what? what is the real, real data?
0: And if you want to hear more about uh, Brandon's rantings on taking life to another world... Just, uh, wh- I don't remember which episode it was, episode was. <laughs> so you gotta listen to all of them. It was early. It was, uh, it was early on. It was, was dark, the dark, two. The dark I-
1: episodes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Black Holes. Uh-huh. It was the first episode. Yeah. Anywho.
2: Yeah. So then we, um, eventually sent a couple more, uh, rovers To Mars, did we? We did. They have which ones were those? They happen to be twins, Mike. Twins, yeah. Who's
0: talking about those?
2: I don't know, Mike. Who could
1: it be?
0: Brandon, are you talking? I mean, I didn't talk about
1: twins, but (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right. Well, I I guess I will talk about them. Um, so yes, um, we 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 sent some larger rovers, um, to Mars, and those rovers are Spirit and Opportunity. Um, hopefully you have heard of them. They were twin uh, twin rovers. Um, they got their names from from a nine year old girl from Arizona. Oh. Yep. Um, she was an immigrant from Russia, and she had written, I guess, to to NASA. Uh, in naming these rovers and she said I used to live in an orphanage it was dark and cold and lonely at night I looked up into the sparkly sky and felt better I dreamed I could fly there in America I can make all my dreams come true thank you for the spirit and the opportunity <laughs>
1: oh wow.
0: wow that's so that gets you. And depressing at the same time oh man
2: right, right in the feels jeez
0: <laughs> yeah and then, many years later, Trump would be elected and ruin everybody's hope and spirit and opportunity. So, so these two little rovers cost uh, a grand total of about $820 million. Oh,
2: wow. That's
0: cheap. That's not bad. super cheap, guys. Yeah. Like, that's really cheap for space I I was, uh,
2: Sorry, I thought I was going to burp.
0: So. I, I was wondering what direction <laughs> we were going to go. I actually got excited. I was waiting. Is she going to go cheap or is she going to go? <laughs> I mean, Cassini was in excess of a billion bucks. Well, Cassini
1: yeah, rents, so... uh, costs quite a bit as well.
0: Yeah. So um, these little rovers, I, I guess I should not say little because we just talked about Pathfinder. As, as, as
2: Sojourner.
0: Sojourner, uh, the microwave. Um, these uh, these rovers are, are are bigger. They were only, their mission was supposed to be only 90 days. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got extended five times, and they exceeded their 90-day uh, mission many times over.
2: And that's uh, that actually also happened with Pathfinder and Sojourner. They outlived their mission lives. Uh, I think Pathfinder, it was like by five times, and Sojourner by like 12 times or something. Oh, nice. So, so we have a good track record of having rovers outlive what, how long we think they're going to live.
0: All we have to do is just... Have them survive the landing.
2: Yes, that's key.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so there there are two of them. um, Spirit and Opportunity. Spirit was uh, launched on June tenth, two thousand and three, and it successfully.
2: That's uh, a couple days before I graduated high school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So. yeah all right so uh june tenth, two 2003 uh successfully landed on mars um gusev crater on uh, january 4 2004. Uh, the site that it uh landed at uh, was later named the columbia memorial station Aww. yeah i know right um its twin opportunity was launched a month later on july seventh, two 2003 and landed January twenty fifth, two thousand and four. I near Victoria Crater. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the planet. Uh M- that one. Mary Yeah. Marion Pippen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Marion Pippen planes.
0: So near uh near Victoria Crater is is where landed this nice large crater. They were launched, uh both of them were launched from Cape Canaveral on a delta II rocket um it's a boeing rocket oh yep nope. so um and then they made their way to mars over nine months it took them well seven eight nine months
2: like making a baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh.
0: so uh, they weigh a, a grand total um, including propellant and the you know, the lander and all that kind of stuff, was 2,344 pounds, but the rovers themselves were about 410 pounds. It's okay. a big baby. Yeah, and so very they...
2: big baby. That's a big, big
0: Yeah, big it's big. a very big baby. Um, they were five feet tall, seven and a half feet wide, five, five uh 5.2 feet Absolute long. units of the babies. So these are much bigger than the... uh
2: Microwaves. <laughs> the 23-pound microwave. little <laughs> microwave <laughs> roving around... Uh,
0: um, yeah, but we will shortly meet a rover that is even bigger.
2: Yes, we will.
0: So um, they use um, various uh, ways of communication, like uh, like other you know, uh, spacecraft that have gone to Mars and stuff like that. Um, but they use the uh, X-band for communication, which meant they could have smaller uh, antenna. They can have, um, it uses less power. Um, to send those, uh, that information back. The Rovers themselves uh, they had six wheels each one could independently turn. Um, they, uh, the rovers themselves had to use solar power fully illuminated. Um, so the sun's really beating down on them they could charge 140 watts. They only needed about 100 watts to drive. So you know um, and they could handle an incline. Of 45 degrees, oh. but the software, before they would tip over, oh. <laughs> but the software wouldn't let them go above 30. So.
2: How much, uh. How many times did they do a practice? Just to a fun.
1: Oh, watch, this watch, this <laughs> watch this one. Watch this one. Do,
2: do, do, do. Oh no! <laughs>
0: oh no! <laughs> Let's do it again.
2: <laughs> where are the rover blooper videos
0: that's what i want oh yeah i'm sure nasa's got them um, with that one, mm-hmm. so, what's that one uh. song
1: called the, the, the british one all chasing each other you know you don't uh. about? <laughs> i can do it again I do it
0: um i can again. hear it i can i hear it in my head i don't know the name of it so i i found this kind of interesting um our cell phones we already know that our cell phones are much more powerful than, like, the computers that they use to mm-hmm. land on the moon. But the computers in the rovers um, had a 60 megahertz CPU with only 128 mega RAM. 128
2: wow. mega. I don't That's... wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: uh, and the flash memory was 256 hmm. meg. I don't think you can find anything that's 256 no, meg no, anymore. No,
1: No. So no. one of the cool things about building robots like this is you have to have proven technology, uh, number one. And number two, technology has to exist as you begin planning the design, uh, which is usually about 10 years before. So whatever technology you're getting is yeah. already a decade old, just from the start. Oh <laughs> my gosh.
0: Yeah, well.
2: Look at what we've done on such minimal technology.
0: Landed people on the moon. Landed robots on Mars. It's amazing. And imagine the computing power for Viking which landed in 77. It like a potato. <laughs> a, <calculator. laughs> a potato with little wires in it trying to get trying to get an electric circuit out of it.
2: Imagine if aliens found that. They'd be confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it had various instruments that were on it. Uh they had uh panoramic cameras, so all those nice, beautiful panoramas that you get that you see from Spirit and Opportunity came from that. They had uh navigation cameras so that they could know where they're going. <laughs> since, since you'd be roving, that's uh, yeah. kind of important. Um had a uh, a periscope assembly that had a miniature thermal emission spectrometer, a mini test, which was built by ASU. Hey, so See,
2: it's not just a party school; it does some real shit.
0: It does actually. ASU does real shit, yeah. it's, uh, especially well when it comes to astronomy. And what and it does with parties, days. I don't know. <laughs> no,
2: no, I just yeah.
0: They play football not yeah. well.
2: Please. <laughs> so keep up that astronomy work ASU because that's all you got going that's, for you.
0: That's all you got. I say uh,
2: that as an ASU graduate. <laughs> uh,
0: they also, uh, the rover also had four black and white cameras that are on it. Um, but um, the the arm it had an arm, mm-hmm. and um, so the rover takes selfies. Take selfies, yes. And then, <coughs> excuse me. Um like the selfies, the way they did the selfies, they could make the arm disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I always thought was really cool. Um, and so it actually looks like there's some dude on Mars taking a picture. a picture. And you know
2: hoax. Hoax! Who's yeah, taking that exactly, picture of that rover?
0: <laughs> that there is some dumbass in Kansas going, See, told you it's hoax. But whatever. So um the the rover arm. Had a spectrometer on it, had an alpha particle X ray spectrometer, so a couple different spectrometers. The rovers had magnets so it could pick up magnetized things and then use the X ray spectrometer, uh, the spectrometers to actually determine what it is and so figure science. out.
2: It's and science. It, it's Aiken Science. It's a, a full blown science it's laboratory. A,
0: exactly. It's a roving course. science lab. Um, it also had a rock abrasion tool. And we all know that NASA loves their uh, acronyms, so it is RAT. Oh wow! And it would uh, it would spin and it would remove dust and weathered rock, so you could actually see what uh, see what's underneath. Um, and so basically, this arm, like with uh, with Sojourner, where it would go up and kiss the rock, mm-hmm. um, uh, Spirit and Opportunity could take this arm and actually take it up to the rock and get a a very close uh, view of it. So, um, had various mission objectives for both of them. Um, so, these these mission objectives uh, were to look for clues of um, past water activity. So, you know, like rain and flowing water, that type of thing. Um, and it also was to determine the geology of the surrounding landing sites it was to determine what ge- geological processes shaped the local terrain and even like the uh, the chemistry that uh um that it happened um it also was to validate so so we have these orbiters on Mars and the, the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter the MRO mm-hmm. um would look down on Mars and it would it would do various uh Experiments is not the right word. Observations.
2: Observations.
0: And so, one of the things that um, that Spirit and Opportunity were to do were to validate those uh, results that the um, the MRO provided. So basically, it's a way of judging how accurate our uh, our ge- geology observations are that are made from space. Uh,
2: okay.
0: See how accurate they are.
2: Space versus the ground.
0: Yeah. Um. So they wanted to search for iron minerals, and these iron minerals, the specific iron minerals that the ones that form in water, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um. So determine how the rocks and stuff formed at the landing site. Look for uh, clues to uh, whether or not there was liquid water on the surface in the past, and was the environment conducive to life. So. Cool. So a yeah. lot of stuff.
2: It's a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff you got to do t- in ninety days.
0: In ninety right, days, like, yeah. I just want to do shit laundry, out.
1: like twice in ninety days, so that's a lot of <laughs> objectives.
2: I would like to do it zero in ninety days, but unfortunately, it's
0: not going to work. I do the laundry.
2: Oh yeah, so I do do <laughs> 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 it's not Yeah, true. I
0: do some of it. <laughs> yeah, on occasion, like if I'm traveling.
2: This. Anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm really excited for this next part where you talk about how they landed.
0: Are you excited because of how they landed or just because I called it Bouncy Aww. bouncing?
2: No, I, no, well, I, I love how they land. It's, it's really exciting to me. And just this whole time you've been talking, I'm like, you just get to the landing because I'm really excited.
0: No, because we need to know the objectives.
2: It's <sighs> <That's> not fun. <sighs> screw screw it. It's just... not fun. Anyway.
0: <laughs> all right so um the the landing of spirit and opportunity was absolutely okay i should say prior to curiosity it was my favorite landing of anything that has ever friggin' happened um
1: anything that's ever
0: what, what, happened what about like those what about ever. like those
1: baby birds that fall <laughs> up in the nest and bounce and then they just kind of <laughs>
2: No, it's his favorite of anything right. that ever happens.
0: All right. So, um, Spirit and Opportunity, they utilize parachutes. Parachutes are really good at slowing you down. And so, oh, you're coming my, I hope in. So. <laughs> uh, to quote Liz's dad, coming in hot. Uh, you need to slow down. <laughs> so, so... Uh, <coughs>
2: Just for, just for background, uh, we, yeah. were, we were in Maui and we were on a hike, and uh, my dad lost his footing and started to uh, move forward um, at a high rate of speed. At a high rate of, fe- at, at a high rate of speed and yelling, coming in hot the whole time until he finally caught himself and avoided actually falling and taking out a woman because <laughs> <laughs> she would have been dead.
0: Anyway, anyway. so. Uh, so, Spirit and Opportunity are coming in hot.
2: Similar, very similar situation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, they need to slow down. And one of the best ways to do that is with parachute. Um, so, they both utilize parachutes. These parachutes are about 40% uh, percent larger than the um, parachutes that slowed down Pathfinder and Sojourner. Um, they were nylon and polyester um, parachutes, which.
2: Mixed fat. Sorry. Like anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're going they're going to hell um so one of the things that um uh I found interesting was the these parachutes are really kind of too big to fit in the uh into the the shell that they're going to be behind mm-hmm. so they had to pressure pack them uh in pressure there pack them? they had to pressure pack them in there is
2: that like I'll a vacuum
0: seal sure yeah yep. so <laughs> like they have one
2: of those machines that's
0: just like <laughs> 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 yeah there's a little dude Oh guy, okay, JPL just all right, looks good. Um, and so, um, uh, Brandon will be happy to know they sterilized Absolutely. these parachutes before. Thank I don't you. know if they sterilized anything else, but they sterilized At the least parachutes are sterile. So the uh, the parachutes deployed about um, six miles above the surface of uh, yeah, uh, six point two miles above the surface of Mars. Uh, they deployed to slow it down. Uh, The heat shield gets released because you don't want to land on the heat shield. No. And so, Mm -mm. um, so then the lander decides, (laughs) decides.
2: well, it's programmed in, so I guess it does kind (laughs) of.
0: Yeah, so the lander then descends down this little metal, little tape about 20 feet. um, And these rockets start to fire and it slows it down to a dead stop about 50 feet above the ground. But this is where the fun stuff. It just
2: dead stops. It's
0: just a dead stop. I didn't stops.
2: know
0: that. It dead stops it. But this is where the fun stuff this happens. Is where the fun to me. So drink. I, I really hope that you've never had to endure this in your car, but your car has airbags. Uh, Spirit uh, and opportunity had airbags too. It had each one had four airbags, and each each one of those airbags had like six lobes, and so it immediately expands and so you get this big like soccer ball around around the Landers and they literally cut from the tape they the shield and the and the rockets go elsewhere because you don't want to land on them either mm-mm, mm-mm. and spirit and opportunity bounce onto the surface of Mars and just go just bouncing
2: I love it, I love it because we as the human species went to another planet and decided to just drop two big bouncy balls on the surface. I'm like, yeah, hey, let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> and one way that um, that they've described opportunity, it's bouncing and uh, landing in. Um, near Victoria Craters, they called it a hole-in-one. So your dad would like that. So he could think of it as this big golf ball that is uh, just bouncing on the surface uh, surface there of Mars. Go.
2: There we go. I like it. Marketing. They're uh, marketing to the middle-aged white man. <laughs> <laughs> Get interested in space, middle-aged white man. It's like golf. I mean, they played. They, the astronauts played golf on the moon. I'm surprised they didn't build in like a little little uh golf uh, club thing.
0: Yeah, what's that show Futurama? we like hit
2: some rocks around?
0: No, oh, not Futurama. Oh, the,
2: the the parody golf mini golf oh. show. yeah
0: what, what what's that called? It has a little robot it's yeah, the uh, uh, it's the I golf don't ball. Know, but it's
2: hilarious.
0: Yeah, oh man. Uh that's gonna drive me crazy Damn now. It, it is it's a great oh, it's show. It's
2: got Rob Briggle in it.
0: Yeah. That's what makes it amazing. Sorry. All right, so um so they land on Mars with this Absolutely incredible way of landing. Um, and then Brandon will get in, hopefully, into another.
2: No, he'll never talk about it ever again. My curiosity
0: <laughs> okay. is okay. <into> <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess we should talk a little bit about discoveries because there were a friggin' lot of them that um, Spirit and Opportunity came up with. Um, you know, just hanging out, they had a- nothing. What? <laughs> so
2: they found nothing.
0: They found nothing, what, guys.
2: What
0: a, what a, what like, found would be <laughs> like, like the guy in Kansas says, it's all a hoax, right? Because of the selfies. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, uh, there is some incredible uh, video from Spirit and Opportunity of Dust Devils. So uh, Spirit and Opportunity were able to... <laughs> Spirit and Opportunity were uh, able to actually film these dust devils, dust devils on on Mars. Yeah.
2: So next time you see a dust devil here on Earth, be like, hey, that shit happens on Mars. No,
0: that, yeah, and that and that shit's twice as tall. as yeah. it is. Here I do on want Earth. to
1: point out, dude, this is how we film uh, in the traditional shots that we know of. There's like pictures that happen, pretty oh, yeah, really close pictures
2: to each other. than them. Uh,
1: but there are some. Yeah. yeah. Those pictures are amazing, and then there are even satellite images um, of the ground, obviously, and you can see the path that these dust devils took, and it's the neatest thing yeah. ever.
0: It, it really is. I mean, it's...
2: It's like a real live working planet.
0: It... Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is. And and it's interesting that you say that, because um, there's actually... So they, they've noticed the dust devils. Um, they have uh, found that um, some of the features of uh, on Mars have been um, sculpted by water recently, Ooh. Yeah, and so so Mars is not this dead world; it is, and it, it's it's an active world, mm-hmm. and it's hopefully one day humanity will actually go there. So, one day. yeah, I have to hold out hope.
2: Yeah, we'll send Matt Damon as a guinea pig first.
0: <laughs> Most science the shit out yeah, of this. Yeah,
2: science the shit out of shit, and then. We'll send the professionals. Okay,
0: if, if we keep our
1: spirit, eventually we'll have the opportunity to go to Mars. Hey! does
2: he have the curiosity?
0: <laughs> oh, I hate him oh so much. <laughs> to, this to, to sojourn onto the circle. Like Vikings! If we're going to use... <laughs> But First you, discovered yeah. the what what was the one that later? I was on gonna say ball? you have to have the right
1: insights to really land.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but 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 don't be, bring along beagles because they don't do well on Mars.
0: Oh no, they don't. No, you gotta no, convert don't.
2: that. Uh, <laughs> convert those uh,
0: units. <laughs> so for those of you who are kind of confused,
1: oh. uh, beagle is a, uh, a, a, a British. Uh,
2: Mars lander that
0: landed a little too fast, <laughs> and yeah, uh, came in hot. hot. Came, it came a
2: little too hot, and it lost contact. <laughs> out of the
0: service. <laughs> like Ken came in hot. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my god,
2: that's great.
0: That, that was, was a good
2: fun. one, guys. I promise. It was. It was. I'm taking a drink back.
0: <laughs> All right, yes yeah, so let's have a drink. Let's have a drink to that, drink. and to uh, Ken Davidson. For it's coming hot. in hot because this is like the fourth time he's been mentioned. I'm gonna put that on this tombstone. <laughs> it came in hot, it came in too hot, <laughs> but now he's cold. <laughs> Ken, that. we love you. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I don't even know what to do now. All right, what were we
2: doing? <laughs> but Mars,
0: so the spirit and opportunity well, actually, spirit actually found um that some of this water um in particular uh, well gusev crater was created by um an asteroid impact um so it was a violent collision um is there
2: ever a gentle (laughs) peaceful collision
0: well i mean you could have you could have volcanic craters which would be different i mean it's still pretty violent from our standards but not as violent as an asteroid hitting yeah um but water actually came in contact with that that hot magma that uh, was left over from that, so um, Spirit was able to to determine that. Um, Spirit and Opportunity both um, saw uh, ripples in the sand caused by the wind. So
2: mm, that's cool.
0: Yeah, this actually kind of is because you can see that you know here on Earth, and so
2: can we just for a minute. No. Oops, sorry, just imagine. How quiet it is on Mars.
1: We had a whole conversation about this, I think, last podcast, about what you can we hear did. sound on Mars.
0: <laughs> um, I think somebody is going look into it. Oh, yeah,
2: that's right.
0: <laughs> I, I was waiting for the... I, I, as soon as you said it, I looked at Brandon, and I'm like, is he going to take care of that's right. So, let me, let
1: me rehash this joke, because I am so proud of this joke from last time. All um, right.
0: Okay. So, so, All right. Take two. Liz. What were you saying?
2: <laughs> what was I saying? Can we imagine how quiet it is on Mars?
1: Well, I needed to explain things first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of the reasons why it's a little more difficult to talk on Mars, because it's much thinner atmosphere, uh, so, you know, the sound vibrates not as well here on Earth. Uh, so, we were mm-hmm. postulating that you would have to speak much louder on Mars, you point across. Uh, so, I was saying... Because you can't really whisper at all. There would be no careless whispers on Mars. <laughs> there would be careless
0: shouts. And
2: then...
0: Which we, would sound like whispers. Were we
2: were watching that careless whisper came on? And then we were like, oh, oh it's Brandon's joke.
0: Wasn't it, like, that day?
1: No, it was, like, I think a couple days later. Oh,
0: uh, I, I don't remember. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm proud of that one. I think on the Exoplanet show, I had a Purple Rain joke. And I was super proud of that one, too. yes.
2: You did. You did.
0: All right. So, okay. continuing on.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, opportunity actually took a picture of it, the first meteorite on the surface of another planet, another oh, world. That
2: was a good opportunity. The show is.
0: God, will fucking end? Nope. Nope. Everybody, this is what I deal with on a daily basis.
1: Yep,
0: all the dad jokes and all yep. of that. It's so, okay. We'll get
1: to the mom jokes later. Hey, in- hey, India! <laughs> India has a satellite around uh, Mars called Mom. Oh yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, they mom do. Always watching moms.
0: The um, um, the meteorite's about the size of a basketball. Oh wow! So it's a big meteorite and on on just hanging out wow. on the surface of a planet. Um uh let's see, Spirit was the first um lander, rover, whatever to take a picture of Earth from the surface of another planet.
2: Ooh.
0: So let's see. Yeah. yeah, I think I'll go ahead and talk about blueberries.
2: Well you're drinking the blueberries.
0: I am drinking the blueberry, but so you I was not sure I gonna are. come back to it. So, so all right. blueberries now. Um so really early on really quick um, uh, opportunity found all of these little bluish little round balls on the on the surface and it and it it found them the entire time it was there um, and so um, the guys at NASA JPL and such they started calling them blueberries hence my drink Opportunity's blueberries um, no, they are not real blueberries,
2: so don't eat them.
0: don't eat them. It'll be quite heavy because they're made of iron
2: oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they have iron in them, I should say.
2: Well, I got iron in me too
0: <laughs> so that's true. we all do right hemoglobin mm-hmm. all right, so um, these little blue little spheres are just spread across the plains where opportunity landed um and it's um they're basically um hematite. And and these are these are objects that um, that form in water, um, acidic water, and so it did, it did form in water. So almost immediately, Opportunity found. Uh, evidence that there was water at least here where it landed yeah, in, the past. Oh. in the past, and so it was like, Hey, my mission's done. Let's
1: pack <laughs> <back laughs> up and go home, guys. All right, I, time take, to go take me west. home.
0: I know you You <laughs> said done. 90 days, that's not how I work. I'm Again. on vacation now. <laughs> Peace out, motherfuckers.
2: Getting all that overtime pay, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, um so, we have a pretty good idea of how those form. Um, opportunity would go on to find these other spheres that were called, that they have been, essentially been called New Berries. And they have no idea how those things formed. So, that's still a little bit of mystery, so but. Is
2: it still a little
0: new? Oh my God, uh... I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't work. That, that felt like You need a new I joke. Think
2: I think it worked very well. <laughs> no. I'm abusive.
0: It worked it worked to you.
2: I'm a that's all that matters.
0: But let's see. Let's see if Katie responds to this.
2: She loves everything I do because she's my baby sister.
0: <laughs> Katie, you can text me if that's not true. <laughs> all right. So um, so basically spirit and opportunity were both were able to verify that Mars was wet a long time ago. what you could make a joke all right so they both had water on their surface a long time ago Um, opportunity found that um, that uh, some of that water was acidic water but it also did find that there was um, fresh water as well in the past I uh, can't remember if it was spare opportunity, but some of that water was actually flowing water. So uh, actually it actually was flowing at a nice rate of speed as well. So. Hmm. Whoa. Well, um, I
1: mean, we say water, but it's that? like extraordinarily salty, briny water. Yeah,
2: don't drink it. Um, unless it's in that, uh, no, don't drink the water. you find no No, definitely purify it first.
0: Just in yeah, case. exactly. But you don't have to go too far for it to get that water because spirit, uh, early on. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> for those.
2: <laughs> my motion of a, a spirit digging.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, spirit was not a dog. I, I think that cat but... needing a pillow. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I was going to say was, um, one of Spirit's wheels, front wheels, actually froze. Oh, that's
2: right. And
0: it yeah. and it dragged it. And so Spirit would drag that wheel.
2: <laughs> Poor little gimp
0: And um they noticed that there was this whiteness up underneath the uh mm-hmm. where it had dug. What was it like? It was ice. It was ice. On and the so past. Yeah. And it's not far beneath the surface. You don't have to go yeah, far at all. It's
2: only like what, a couple inches or so?
0: Yeah, it's only a few inches because these wheels aren't they aren't that massive. They, yeah, they aren't are that not big. not for digging. Um, and so, the, I mean, the question now is, um, was there life on Mars and in the past? And, and hopefully hopefully we can uh, one day find out. Mm-hmm. So they these are rovers. Um, Spirit um, didn't go as far as Opportunity, but Opportunity went 28 and a half miles. Before its end of mission, and uh, that is that is a record.
2: So it's basically went from 2004
0: to 2018. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Three months.
2: It was supposed to last three months. People, both these rovers lasted years.
0: Yep. Exactly. So, as I mentioned, Opportunity has an end of mission. Spirit has an end of mission as well. Um, neither one of them are are operating anymore and again remember these were only supposed to last 90 days Mm -hmm. Um, so Spirit was kind of tooling along and on May 1st 2009 um, got stuck in the sand and they then uh, tried to get it unstuck for 9 months and uh, that never never worked so what they did was they repurposed it and instead of it being a mobile laboratory, it then became uh, stationary. Just a carbon laboratory.
2: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: and some of the things that it could look for would be wobbles and rotation. So maybe slight changes in uh, a Martian day. Um, uh, it could detect that. It also could do experiments to try to figure out if Mars has a, a molten core um, and that type of thing. Um, so lost contact on March 22nd, 2010 and on May 25th, 2011, it was officially declared into mission and spirit spirit was uh, no longer um, with us. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> opportunity, <laughs> opportunity kept going on. Um, for like almost a decade, kept ne- going.
2: Never knew it's it's twins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: never knew. <laughs> um, and so its last contact was on June 10th, 2008. Eight, yeah, excuse me, 2018. I need to give it its decade due. Um, and it was declared end of mission on uh, February 13th of this year. So February 13th, 2019.
2: Right before Valentine's Day.
0: Yep, yep. So NASA declared it um, end of mission. Yep. But they will live on. They will live Their on because because um, we need for um, uh, what's his face uh, Matt Damon. Oh, he's okay. he's got to go find one of them, um, and and all that uh, in his future movie, his future time on Mars. Um, but also, two asteroids are named for them. So there oh, is thirty-seven four fifty-two Spirit. And 39.382 Opportunity. So in
1: in that sense, those two rovers, Spirit and Opportunity, uh, they are just like the greatest dragon movie of all time, Dragonheart, with Sean Connery as a dragon and Dennis Quaid as Dennis Quaid in medieval attire. And when when Spirit and Opportunity ends up passing away due to the honorable axe, they are given a spot amongst the sky with the other legendary rovers. If you haven't seen Dragonheart, y'all, go watch it. It's, it's been been a so really long cheesy time. and wonderful. And it's just like what happens with the Opportunity.
2: I miss Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. He's still,
1: still alive. alive. Yeah, he's still alive. You can't kill the
2: Highlanders. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there could be only one.
0: All right. Well, um, should we take a little break?
2: Yeah, let's go ahead and take uh, a little break and then we will get into the. Uh, the most impressive rover that we've sent to Mars.
0: Spirit to and Opportunity are impressive.
2: I said most impressive. Most impressive. All right, we just keep getting better.
0: It is is it it is really impressive. We're
2: up in the bar on ourselves.
0: Yeah. yeah. How are they going to land the next rover? Bigger
1: bouncy balls.
0: With Maybe. sky cranes?
2: I guess we shall find out. Oh boy.
0: All right, let's take a break.
2: Yep, we'll see you guys in a,
0: in a hot in a set. Bit. Welcome back everybody, so um, we have refilled our drinks, hopefully you have as well, and we have been talking robots on Mars, and our our, our first robots, well the very first one was about the size of a, at least the ones, these are the ones that can actually rove, They can actually go around, uh, it was about the size of a microwave, these, uh, the two I talked about were a little bit bigger, but we have one that's even bigger now, that we're going to talk about, and its landing is the fucking best ever. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I thought Spirit and Opportunities Landing was amazing. And then curiosity happened. So, Brandon, tell us all about curiosity.
2: I'm curious. Thank you, Mike and Liz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You were waiting, weren't you? I was. I
1: was. So, uh, Miriam Webster Dictionary anyway. divines curiosity as I know. <laughs> so, curiosity.
0: <laughs>
2: I was actually looking forward to Had that I thought moment. ahead,
1: I could have looked up the definition and had it ready to go, but I am not that smart.
2: Um, yeah.
1: So Curiosity, like they were saying, it is an absolute massive rover. It is the biggest rover on a different body that we've ever sent ever. Um, so remember the first one with <laughs> the size of the microwave, uh spirit of opportunity was four hundred nine pounds each. Uh curiosity here, one thousand 982 pounds. It's Ooh. huge. It's nine and a half feet long, 8.9 feet wide, and seven feet two inches tall. It's the biggest wow. basketball player of all time. Um, and it's, its full name is not Curiosity, in fact, it's Mars Science Laboratory, MSL. Uh, Curiosity, the name itself, came from a uh, sixth grade student, I think in Oakwell, Kansas, by Claire Ma. So thanks, Clara, for curiosity.
2: Yeah, and how come kids always get to name these things? Well, they
1: don't. Um, <laughs> if, you the, if you remember the episode New Horizons, was named by Alan Stern because he likes his ego. Yeah, that's true. Just kidding. True. Uh, so it's something with...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah just kidding, Alan, so, yeah, you're listening. you listening.
1: Um, curiosity, because it's so gigantically huge, is a technical term, Uh, You can't drop it on Mars in a bouncy ball (laughs) and uh, bounce to safety. It would just pop all the balloons because it's just too big. Uh, So NASA, specifically JPL, they put their heads together and thought, how can we land this massive thing on Mars? And being rocket scientists and nerds, they go, what about rockets?
0: (laughs) Naturally. Did they say it just like that yeah. too? Yeah, really You so had
1: a uh, Boba over there, scratches his mohawk, and goes, rockets well, Rockets! No, so right. And they go, That's a good idea. So they, they begin to develop a way to uh, land on Mars with rockets. And this whole sequence, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, is called the Seven Minutes of Terror. And we call it the Seven Minutes it. of Terror because, first of all, it's a dramatically great name. Uh, but also, it takes yes. three and a half minutes for light to go from Earth to Mars, and another three and a half minutes for that uh, information to travel back to us. Uh, so we have seven minutes of blackness, of
0: unknown.
2: But it also
1: takes seven minutes. Of, a, what, of a, what the yeah, fuck uh, what is what the fuck is this, meaning? guys? <laughs> and <laughs> oddly enough, seven minutes is also the same time it takes for a rover to go from the top of the atmosphere onto the ground of Mars. So this is all done with, you know, systematic programs. We're just hoping for the best and just the intricacies of how this process played out and that it played out perfectly is phenomenal. So let's take it from the top. Yeah. So first of all, uh, this package, the the flower is traveling at 13,000 miles an hour. Seven minutes later, it's going to be at zero. Keep that in mind. One way or the other, it'll be at zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, here on Earth, we, yeah. here on Earth, we can use the uh, <laughs> thick atmosphere to slow us down, and that will, you know, typically get most of the job
0: done. But Mars's
1: atmosphere is what a hundred times, ten times thinner. Hundred times thinner? What are we looking at? Hundred yeah. times thinner. I think right? it's a hundred times. It's a hundred times it, yeah. thinner. So area breaking, it's called, um, only to gets it down to about one thousand miles an hour. Which is still considered to be better than like 13,000 miles <laughs> an hour, but yeah, it's way too fast. Uh, so at that point, uh, you have the heat shield get jettisoned out of the way, because you just have the heat shields go through the atmosphere. And when you're at 900 miles an hour, you deploy the biggest parachute ever made. Supersonic? Supersonic. Parachute. Yeah. <laughs> this su- supersonic, <laughs> if you want to withstand, 65,000 pounds of force is so cool and in development the parachute That's kept breaking it kept ripping apart. Uh, it turns out they weren't quite um, calculating the correct uh, composition in the Martian atmosphere so once they plugged that in everything worked fantastic and it was great and it worked but that parachute still uh, only gets you down to about 70 miles an hour little still, still, a, little, <laughs> still a little too fast much better than 100,000 miles an hour though so now you're at 70 miles an hour with a parachute. You're going know, oh, way too fast. And that's when the guys JPL go, how about rockets? Because <laughs> at that point, the parachute is cut off from the rover and it kind of goes a free far for a moment until retrograde rockets fire. And it's the coolest thing. So we have a rover on Mars landing on flipping rockets, but we're not done yet. Cause these rockets, uh, they slow it down to about two miles an hour until they are about uh, 25 feet above the Martian surface. And here, be the, the rockets begin to hover. The coolest yeah, thing the ever. The rockets begin to hover. And a flipping crane comes out and lowers Curiosity on cables. So you have a hovering rocket lowering a rover on a different planet. And the moment Curiosity's wheels touches the ground, those cables are snapped off. And those rockets go flying out, so you don't mess up curiosity at all. And now you're at zero miles an hour in seven minutes.
2: And what's that? What's that? What's that thing called, Brandon? What's that crane? The sky called, crane, Brandon?
1: It's called the sky <laughs> crane. It's like hey GPO, we got this oh, crane that lowers you from the sky. What should we call it? Uh, or it's called sky crane. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. God, I wish I was sitting in that meeting. Oh, I know. <laughs> and we'll do it again in 2020, so guys. Amazing. Don't worry. If you missed the
1: first one, it's coming around again. You'll catch the next one. But w- what I
2: love about this is that they had no idea if this was actually going to work because there's no way to actually no, test it. No, and this it. was not... They can't launch it and land it on our planet. It's not going to no. behave the same way. And this no. was not a cheap rover.
1: Uh, if you remember, both Spirit Opportunity yes. cost $890 million. Um, curiosity here went a little over budget it came in at 2.5 billion (laughs) of course which is
2: a lot um (laughs) the sochi olympics were 11 billion And i also want to point
1: out during the years wait
0: a minute what
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of breezed over that fact all right that was just
0: such a random connection
2: the olympics in sochi were 11 billion dollars
0: all right so
2: really i mean think of the amount of rovers we could send to mars on that
1: so if, if you if you haven't noticed
0: um, that would be three yeah. of them we could send three rovers
1: <laughs> still it's more than one so if you haven't noticed whenever space people bring up uh, money and funding we get very defensive and go what about this cost <laughs> like six times more and no one's bad night at that <laughs> so we, we like to, we like to bring these comparisons up
0: yeah. Yeah, but I was not expecting Sochi. We, you uh, never expected. Well, that's expect just
2: because be. because Sochi was happening when this oh, was happening.
0: So that, was,
1: that was a talking oh, point, okay. and so i would okay. talk
2: about it in planetary terms. <laughs> so I'm okay.
1: forever connected. All connected sense. now. <laughs> and uh, be, because we like to defend the space budget, uh, I have another way to defend uh, it as well. So during the years, I love during my the wife. years of development. Um, it costs the Amer- any American one dollar per year to make.
2: Oh and so basically, gosh. basically go to Jack in the
1: Box, um, get yourself a number six. You'll have like a dollar twenty-eight in taxes. That one dollar is funded Mars. So y'all, we are good here.
2: Come on, priorities. And people's. just one dollar. What's a year? That's
1: so what's a year? One dollar. There you
0: go. So all we need to do is go to Jack in the Box once a year. Jack in the Box now owes us money because we we did a commercial for them. That's right. And get number six. I don't even know what number six is, but get the number it's six.
1: Something good. Jack in the box has to be good. It's be good. <laughs> 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 Greasy. Okay, so
2: we don't have a Jack in the box in our state at all.
0: We our do not. State.
1: There's one near me I'm Super. We excited. don't. Um,
2: Damn it. Anyway,
1: so that's anyway. The landing on Mars with Curiosity, this massive <laughs> rover. But uh, that's probably the oh, that's like the second coolest thing about this rover. The coolest thing is it has a freaking laser.
0: Freaking <laughs> laser. <And> it, it <laughs> robot with lasers. lasers.
1: And it blasts rocks with these lasers and it kind of you know, sniffs it, gets all the debris, and see what's going on with the chemical composition. Because uh, overall, it has a number of tools to analyze soil, analyze what's going on. Um,
2: like, someone, it's their job to program a robot on Mars to shoot a laser. At a rock.
0: That is like the coolest job. It's
2: amazing.
0: That's the coolest job ever.
2: What cool about lasers?
1: Put oh. laser on that bad boy. <laughs> how,
2: how can we analyze the surface of the rock? Lasers! <laughs> lasers!
0: Freaking
2: lasers! Uh, sharks with laser beams on their heads.
1: So there's. Uh, what
2: if we remove the sharks?
0: <laughs> you, you know, you're going to need to put in, when you do the audio for this, we need to put in that line from, uh, from Star Wars about... <laughs> it's just like all of a sudden, everybody stops. No
2: one expected you to go with the Star Wars no. reference.
0: Yeah, well, uh, talking about like the um, the fully operational oh, battle station and okay. all that kind that's of stuff, because that's what it, that's what it is. And we uh, have okay. to have a drink. Yes. Cheers.
2: Because well, we're on the Austin Powers team, and then you come out of, right out Star of nowhere.
0: You. Oh yeah, I, I'm thinking Death Star with this. Up rocks. <laughs> um so that's one. So that's two differences between. Curiosity of the rovers
1: is how it landed and a freaking laser. Um, another difference mm-hmm. is how it's powered. So both Spirit and Opportunity are oh, solar, powered, yep. solar powered, which kind of mm-hmm. came back to bite them a little bit due to if you get dust on it, your energy goes down. And so when you're in a giant mm-hmm. global-wide dust storm, turns out you don't get light. you are got to fade away, which is what happens to Opportunity, unfortunately. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but what, what was actually kind of amazing about Spirit and Opportunity is that you would have...
0: Those dust devils oh come by and clean them the off. Clean off their
2: solar panels for them, which is and amazing. And you can't plan for that. It's just like, oh hey, <laughs> no. that's Mars.
0: Gotta <laughs> take care of
1: your children, my <laughs> like that. It's out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and, and,
2: oh, Mother Mars.
1: Instead of solar power, uh, we have these things called RTGs. Uh, that's short for radio, uh, radio stove uh, thermoelectric generators, RTGs, and they're like little tiny so. marbles. That are radioactive. So yeah,
2: it's It's made
1: of plutonium two (laughs) thirty-eight.
2: It's radioactive. Yeah, which I say
1: so that's plutonium two thirty-eight. If you change one of the digits, I think it's plutonium two thirty-nine. You make nuclear bombs. Um, So you got to be careful. Oh, which plutonium (laughs) do you want? Which is the reason why it's really rare uh, because it's so close to becoming a nuclear weapon essentially. Uh, that the United States and international laws don't like making too much of it. So it's in short supply, so NASA's got to like, ask really nicely to get it.
2: <laughs> hey, um...
0: Can I have, have some 238, a, please? This robot, and... <laughs> 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 but this robot's going to have... It'll
2: be on a completely different planet. It won't be anywhere but, near us. But
0: it'll have a sky crane. It's going to have It's going to laser. have lasers. It's going to be
2: super cool, guys. <laughs> so we just need a little bit of... No, I no,
0: mean, no. Uh, <laughs>
1: Ooh, it's okay. actually really cool how this how these uh, RTGs work as well. Uh, so of course they're given off heat and we can use that with thermocouples. Uh, so we have two plates made of different types of metal and using the heat generated from these RTGs it will conduct electricity to create a circuit. And that's how you power the entire rover is with little tiny uh, radioactive marbles. And so yeah, nice. so with these two sides of the um, thermocouples, the two different types of metal, one side will already stay warm and that will be able to heat the instruments that need to stay warm and so it doesn't overheat the other side will be exposed to mars or the space and cool it down a little bit maybe. oh
2: because it's, it's cold. very cold on
1: mars i don't think we said the average temperature on mars
2: no the average temperature is negative 80 degrees fahrenheit so bring a jacket yeah, but
1: the uh, warmest temperature on mars do you remember the warmest temperature is
2: like is like 67 yeah, degrees so be, along the equator so it's a nice day <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, Warmer than you're, it either, is here today. you're
2: either like frozen or you're having not a bad nice.
1: spring day. It's like Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> it also has giant dust devil tornadoes, so it all works out. Yeah. Uh, but, but the downside <laughs> of RTGs is that unlike solar power, you have unlimited energy come from the sun. They do have a half-life. They do uh, decrease in energy over time. So they're expected mm. to last about 14 years. At mm-hmm. least, at the very least, 14 years.
2: But that's pretty yeah. good for, you know, for a rover on
1: the different planets. Pretty great, a
2: rover on yeah. another planet. I wonder if that's why um, that that kid from Peter Pan could never find his marbles. Because they're a
1: like,
0: curiosity. Oh my god.
2: Because they're on
1: Mars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh, all okay right. So speaking all of,
1: right. speaking <laughs> of nerds, uh, that was terrible. <laughs>
0: That was the worst I've been one yet. I was
2: sitting on that for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he started talking about marvels,
0: and it was terrible. <laughs> it did not land. But you know it did land.
2: Seriously. Yeah, it did. <laughs> From the Sky start.
0: <laughs> so even, even Liz's sister is How not liking you,
2: Katie. it. You betrayed me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speak the oh. truth, Katie. Speak the truth. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're at the end. There's no... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Back to... Back to science. Curiosity.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes. So Curiosity, again, has a number of instruments. It's a roving laboratory, just like um, Arborto and The other ones were. But, but a bigger out. one. Uh, so, first of all, it has 17 cameras, which is quite a view. Uh, but also, the instruments go like this in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> the Alpha particle X-ray spectrometer, the APXS, the ChemCam, the chemistry and mineralogy X-ray diffraction slash X-ray fluorescent instrument, chem, uh, ChemMin, the dynamic albedo neutrons, Dan, the dust removal tool, DRT, the drill, the hazard avoidance cameras,
0: hazard hands. Wait a minute, the drill doesn't get th- a I th- like, I, th- I th- think ad- it does, no? but I it couldn't it, find it so I just said Like, table. the letter yeah. D? Just okay. called it the D. Hold on, we got the we rest
1: get of the to D. To go. Get D. <laughs> uh the hazard avoidance camera has cams, the Mars hand lens imager, Molly, the Mars descent imager, Marty, uh, navigation camera, nav cams, radiation assessment detectors, rad. rover environment Monitor monitoring station, rams. robotic arm, sample analysis at Mars Sam.
0: Who? Holy shit. Molly and Marty.
2: Wow.
0: Marty's doing Molly. <laughs> Sam's, Sam's just watching. <laughs> Sam's just watching. What's it,
1: Sam is hanging out there in the corner, guys. It's weird. Fucking oh, it's like it's Sam's.
2: Get out of the corner, Sam's.
1: All right. Camers. But they all do really cool things, uh, like like the uh, ChemCam, and I think it is one of the other ones. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the ChemCam. And well, now,
0: there's I 16 know. other cameras. No yeah.
2: fucking
1: shit. They would forget the composition based off the laser, based off the drill. Uh, the environmental monitoring system is the REMS uh, that uses sensors to figure out the Martian weather. So, when you go to like Mars weather and Google that, you can see the current temperature on Mars. I love
2: that. Follow Mars weather it's on Twitter. That's cool. yeah, REMS. I love it.
1: <laughs> and then the uh, dynamic albedo of neutrons, Dan, uh, that's a radiation detector to help figure out how much cancer people get living there. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: Basically, <laughs> what it means. <laughs>
2: A lot. lot it a lot is of a lot of cash, but, thin but I can still do it. I mean, yeah, you only live once, right?
0: No, you only die once. You live oh, daily.
2: You live once and you die once.
0: Every band dies. Just uh, one last but not
2: longer. Really Thanks, William Wallace. What, What? you want to go to Mars?
0: Oh, I would be there in a heartbeat. Okay.
2: Okay. I- well, it would take like six months, nine months. So a couple
0: nine of heartbeats. months. So a yeah. lot of heartbeats. But I, I would be there in a lot of heartbeats. And then I would get cancer immediately <laughs> and die. But it would be so. Well,
1: I, I, would be I still amazing. think instead of building domes, we should look into lava tubes and live in, in the caverns of Mars Because that'd be cool. That way you can, you know. Oh,
0: Martian, cave <laughs> yeah.
2: Martian, Martian cave people. Yeah. Oh, cave people. Martian cave people. Ah, but I'd want to watch a, you know, a dusty sunset on Mars. That would be cool. Dusty
0: blue sunset. Well, when when we're done, we just go up there, get cancer, and watch sunset. All right. So romantic. Mm-hmm. Nothing says nothing says romance.
2: They should anybody who like cancer, cancer loves- and is definitely gonna die from it. They should just send him to Mars. Because they're gonna die anyway, and then they get a once in a lifetime experience that nobody. I else like gets. the way you're
0: framing that. If they make well, it, I like the way you're the
1: framing that, but I feel there's <laughs> some ethical issues. <laughs> you got cancer? You got to go, man. You got to no, go. go. It's
2: not man. It's not mandatory. <laughs> it's an option. It's hospice Mars. It's up to you.
0: Well, I, I, I do think that if you've hit hospice, you're not making the nine months. Oh, that, they're not <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right.
2: If I I, ever get I ball, would, you, now you know. If I ever get the cancer that I'm gonna die from, I want to go to
0: Mars. Oh, but you know what? I, I would so sort of do it. I mean, even if I don't make the nine months, just I die in space. Well, just then you can just shoot me space. out. Shoot me out.
2: Out the airlock. Just like out spot. the airlock. Star <laughs> Trek. Sure, sure. In your tin <laughs> canister. Yeah. Just.
0: And then I can go like that on the glass before I get sucked out into the coldness of space and then like uh the movie was it journey to mars wait would you want
2: is? to be in a canister or would you want to just be free in frozen I'm free. oh free float, me. Free free float.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh rest in peace tom uh, petty yeah. oh yeah just shoot me out let me meet the coldness of space let oh. me it just let me freeze the space. like tim robbins and Journey to
1: Mars. Anyway, so Curiosity, guys, we're talking about rovers here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is like the best episode. I love it. It's uh, so Curiosity uh, landed, obviously, someplace differently than Spirit Opportunity. And they had, they had the mm-hmm. opportunity to be a little more precise in the landing spot, uh, landing area. Because obviously, you have a sky crane, you have rockets, you'd be able to guide it a little more easier than bouncing and hoping for the best. So they were able to be a little <laughs> more, uh, not, what's the word I want to use, ambitious with their landing site. And, uh, yes. and they chose an area around uh, Mount Sharp. Uh, mm-hmm. So Mount, Mount Sharp is this big old crater called Gale Crater. And they chose that because on the sides of the ridges, you can see the... Uh, Geologic layering through time. So if you go mm. and check those out, you can see, well, this was wet here, this was dry here, dinosaurs hung out here, and things like that.
2: <laughs> this is phenomenal, so prime prime
1: um. right? <laughs> uh, and, and of course, in doing so and landing in this great spot, curiosity's found some amazing discoveries. For example, um Mudstone and Gale Crater. So Mudstone is made by water over time, creating mud, and making stone eventually so we have definitive proof right there that about 3.3 billion years ago there was in fact water on mars and not only that the whole gale crater area was a lake guys it was a giant lake
2: it's a big yeah. lake lakes on mars that's a uh, there's a song by this band called, called I don't know how to pronounce it. Is, is on, it's I don't know it's a metal band and it's called frozen lakes on mars and I like
1: it I, I saw that. it as a telescope about the sun anyway yeah cool that <laughs> is cool isn't it it's like the sun next yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so back on back topic on top. is gail was gail creator the
2: mudstone which you can also get in minecraft um that
0: that okay. is true cool. okay back on topic um <laughs> Gale Crater, was it created before the water was there? Before the yes, lake?
1: that's how the water
0: got there. Okay, so it filled that's it. So happened. Mount Sharp was a little a island. Little yeah, so we Mount call that Sharp,
1: a complex crater in the business.
2: Oh.
0: It is called, even outside of the business, <laughs> it is called a complex crater. <laughs> because Fancy Physics Man called it a complex crater before, too. And he ain't in the damn business. Um yeah so for everybody large uh large asteroids that hit meteoroids that hit the surface creates a crater kicks everything out but then you have this rebounding effect which creates
2: and you can do this at home, folks. You can get, uh, just get like a big plastic tub and fill it with flour. And then get some bouncy balls or something and just throw them into the it's flour. throw them in there. <laughs> and then <laughs> you, you can make your very own craters. But do this, uh, probably not in a carpeted living room. Uh, do this in an area where you can easily clean up a mess. And it's also a fun
1: if you, have different, if you have different colors of layering. So that way you do with impact the ball. You can actually see yeah, the you layers. Can see it's really it. neat. And also the strata, yeah. the resulting debris that flies out, you can see where it goes. It's it's a
0: flame pattern.
1: It's neat. The ejecta.
0: Right. But you need the ball to bounce out. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't make the flower or whatever too thick.
2: Yeah, you don't want to embed it in there. You want it to bounce out.
0: Right. But you won't have asteroids bouncing off the surface. So cool. <laughs> you get that rebounding effect, so it makes that <laughs> makes that uh, central peak. Mm-hmm. So only large Large craters have central peaks. Yes. Continue. Thank you.
1: Uh, moving on, about uh, 2014, <laughs> there is this really neat discovery on methane. I think we talked about methane earlier, <laughs> but we had a spike. But there's this huge spike in <laughs> methane, and then it decreased. And it increased again. And it decreased. What's Ooh. going on there? Someone, someone ate some Taco Bell. Someone venom. had some Taco Bell Mars. You're exactly right. I mean, R-B. it's also very possible it's just due to geological, you know, happenings. Oh,
2: oh, and, well, that too. But
1: maybe what? it was Martians deep underground releasing mm-hmm. methane. Or oh, Martian farts. <laughs> Martian, Martian farts. farts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's methane. That's you know a byproduct of potential life and. Mm-hmm. as well as oxygen. Uh, so the ChemCam it, it detected high levels of manganese oxide, so basically oxygen. And it, it kind of helped to form the idea that, again, billions of years ago, there was far more oxygen in the atmosphere than it currently is. So he used to have a mm-hmm. thicker atmosphere, oxygen in the atmosphere, water, water everywhere, and where's all that life? <laughs> and that, that was the mission plan of Curiosity. is to search for signs of past life, and potential current life. Mm-hmm. So it nailed the first one in that. Is, mm-hmm. Has there been potential life? Absolutely. this potential life in the past of Mars.
2: Like it was, like, you meaning that Mars was habitable? yes. It had the
1: conditions right. where there could now, have been would, life. Didn't would we happened. love to use a laser, blast a couple layers, and find a skeleton? Yeah. But well, it hasn't happened yet.
2: <laughs> no. Well, and if Mars had life, most likely it was. Microscopic, most likely,
1: but what if that's where, like, the Loch Ness monster came from? (laughs) I don't want to talk about most likely life, I want to talk about what's the coolest thing that could possibly happen.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like legitimate aliens.
1: Uh, so to to wrap up the curiosity section here, um, it's been on Mars for 2,595 souls, so days on Mars. And it has traveled 13.27 miles.
0: All right. Heading towards that 20, uh, 28.5. It's going,
1: it has at least another wow. seven more years. And it can go, what, 660 feet per day. So it's going to get there. <laughs> yeah,
2: That's it'll cool. get there. Well, isn't it... Is it still... Going up Mount Sharp because it wasn't its goal. It was gonna. It was heading towards to go up Mount Sharp. Oh, and do I still have the tab? It, it had and... um like they purposely made the <laughs> wheels to ha- handle more uh a harsher
1: terrain and off roading. Right,
0: but the wheels are getting torn up. Yeah, well, the wheels are
1: they, getting they, fucked up. They are getting it fucked is, up. But they've kind of been able to negate the damage by traveling in certain areas. Uh, so the wheels aren't getting mm-hmm. as fucked up as they used to be. But even if all the between the tread disappears they'd still be able to roll it just slightly less in it just slightly less effective so if it loses oh, its material good. it's still able to drive it's good it's um, still
2: fine okay that's a good I think I, I
1: read um, if if J-4. the wheels were squares it has enough torque to be able to spin that even oh
0: wow, oh, wow. Okay. okay all right so it's got uh-huh. some power
1: yeah
0: thankfully they're not square
2: no because we uh, we clearly developed a circular wheel cavemen <laughs> yeah.
0: and women True. cave people <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
2: you know it was cave women you know the cave men
0: it was, it like, was. Got a
2: square and it it, was. they were like why the cavemen were just
1: too
0: busy making that. Because, because the cavemen were probably drinking beer watching football watching sports ball you know and the women were like this yes, we got to make something easier and they made a wheel Invented fire. And here we are. Yep. On Mars with lasers and robots.
2: Thanks, women.
1: (laughs) One addendum I want to make to this kind of rover thing. We didn't talk about inside a couple of other ones because this is specifically about rovers rovers. and those are things with (laughs) wheels and not squares. So
2: if. Yeah, they can move around. If inside the this, Okay, landers just land and do their shit in one spot. Rovers. They're the
1: free, they they're they the free spirits of the Martian world.
2: They are. They're a little bit more fun.
0: I did mention that this was an episode about rovers, right? Yeah, but don't,
1: I, don't I don't think sick. we gave a description. Yeah.
0: Okay, that was like four hours ago. So. That was a while ago, huh?
1: <sighs> four hours. <laughs> right, so to kind of almost wrap us up here, uh, we had a quick thought of explaining very quickly, or you know, whatever you know how we work. Our favorite Martian uh, <laughs> science fiction stories. <laughs> oh,
2: wait! Were we going to talk about what's coming up next? Oh, we're not, we're not, we're not uh, done we'll
1: yet. D- of, l- let's do we're that not done yet. yet. Oh, we'll okay. Do that okay. Yet.
2: okay. All right. All right.
1: We have multiple right. sections coming up, folks. Buckle up. We're coming
2: in hot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Ken Davison will forever be part of Cosmos with Cosmos. I'm
2: sure he'll be thrilled. Um, (laughs) He doesn't know what this is. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I, well, I am going to (laughs) say that um, my favorite Mars science fiction thing um, is going to be a, a classic, it's a classic Um, that is in the hearts of everybody in the world. (laughs) And that is Mars Attacks.
0: Mars Attacks.
2: Um, I think this was a cinematic masterpiece (laughs) um, of what would happen if intelligent life from Mars came to the Earth. And that is that they would kill us all. Because they know if they didn't, we'd kill them. So... Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I. It's even, been a
2: very long time you know mine? since I've seen Mars Attacks.
0: I know, right? <laughs> Four hours later. Mars Attacks is my favorite. No, um, along those same lines, another classic, mm-hmm. um, but a classic from, I don't know, mm-hmm. roughly 100 years prior uh, War of the Worlds. I think
2: mean, that 100 years is epitome of being a classic.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, H.G. Wells. Uh, War of the Worlds: Martians come to us, mm-hmm. uh, come to Earth. They kill us. They try to kill us, but then they catch a cold. <laughs> they catch a common cold, mm-hmm. and they fucking die.
1: They yeah. get the vaccine. Which is... Guys, that's
0: they. Which is they the not if, if they had only gotten uh...
2: that is how uh, historically how white people like to kill other people is with their own germs.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, but these were oh yeah okay. <laughs> That is so true. Right? It is so true. Because they land in England. Um, Definitely.
2: Yeah. A lot of white people there. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Uh, and we give them the cold. Just
2: throw a common cold blanket on those uh, Martians yep. and you're good we're gonna, to
0: go. We're going to kill you the same way that we kill everybody in North and South America. Yep. With with That's viruses. All right. That's fun. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: I would just also like to an honorary mention, although specifically not about Mars science fiction, uh, but just uh, to the first Transformers, and uh, that scene of the rovers uh, spotting cool. uh, Office Prime. That was that was very cool, and I got um, uh, goosebumps when I first saw it. Nice. It was great. It was
0: well, really, now great. I feel obligated to do an honorable mention. I haven't oh, got it yet. I okay. know. Hey. <laughs>
2: i get you, Brandon.
0: Well, because <laughs> I have the gift of foresight, I know that you're not going to mention this. Uh, Red Mars, Green Mars, Blue Mars. Um, it is my favorite trilogy. So read it if you haven't, and then you will know why I like it so much. Uh, Brandon, what is what is? Well, i was going to talk
1: about Red Mars, Green Mars, Blue Mars, but flipping won't. Oh. I, 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 were you? I mean, I thought about what? it. I thought about it. Um, so we talked about the movies we're going to talk about. During the break, but I changed my mind.
0: Um, because <laughs> I, god damn it, you gotta let me know. Because I remembered <laughs> a
1: movie from my birth year as a book by, by book? Philip K. Dick, made a movie called Total Ranger Recall. <laughs>
0: yes,
2: see, yes, yeah. I thought of Total Recall, but I never actually saw Total Recall. So, I just know about the three, I, I have woman. never.
1: And Schwarzenegger.
0: Oh shit. So I've never actually sat down and watched the
1: whole thing. Sometimes I'll go to like, you know, nerdy bars and they'll have it in the background. And it's just the cool it's literally mind blowing. It's the coolest thing ever. Especially at the end when Schwarzenegger and the bad guy get thrown out onto the planes of Mars without any of the atmosphere. And like the heads begin to explode and the eyes melt and their skeletons are exposed. It's so like eighty science fiction, cheesy, kind of amazing.
0: Okay, Wonderful. okay. If we're gonna continue this podcast, we are gonna need to watch the movies.
2: <laughs> is that a prerequisite?
0: Is that a prerequisite? <laughs> Total Recall is one, so we're fucking watching that tonight.
2: Hey, what was that? What was that uh, Mars movie where who was it? Doctor Dre or someone was in it? Like Ghosts thirteen, like Ghosts on Mars oh. or. So I know what you're talking about. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah.
0: about? Okay, but that's not a prerequisite movie. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Only because I haven't seen no, that one. No, it came
2: up in my head. It's
0: the ghost of Mars. yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, there, there's been a lot of Mars in science fiction and it, it's interesting why mars is so key in science fiction whereas venus say well it's not. as of right
1: now back in the 40s and the 50s and the 30s with, with uh, the pulp magazines venus was super high up on the list because we didn't know it was oh, literally true. hell we didn't know it was 900 degrees
0: right
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah we thought it was a tropical mm-hmm. paradise that's so there true. were more uh, science fiction uh, of like
1: venus earlier
2: on well women are from venus
0: but but i also think the finale right. of mars it draws us in. It, yeah. I mean, it drew Percival Lowell. in.
2: Well, I think, and also probably has, what has to do with that is that we can actually see the surface of Mars, whereas Venus is just we can just see its cloudy atmosphere unless we use you know a satellite that has you know uh, radar, radar <laughs>
0: like Magellan, <laughs>
2: yeah, no. uh, or the Russian one.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Magellan, Magellan did uh, it did the real high res surface mapping, didn't it?
2: i thought that was the russian one no 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 no. the russian yeah. one was a lander that's right the russian one was a lander um which was that was cool but yeah the radar imaging from magellan but yeah so i think Mars is just a little bit more well it's more accessible then because we can't really i mean you can't really send a rover to venus uh unless you have technology that can withstand you know 900 and
0: degrees the, right extreme and, pressure all the
2: time yeah. and the acid rate and the extreme pressure um Right the acid rain, but
0: you know what yeah. we can also look at Mars and we see things that we can connect with uh whether whether we live in a place that has water or not uh we can we can look at Mars and we see dry river beds and so you know we see these channels where where you can easily think water flowed as a river right and you feel a little bit connected to it so there's yeah, so I think I think Mars. Venus
2: may us. be Earth's twin, but Mars is our brother. <laughs> okay. I wanted to say sister, but it's named after the Roman god of war. So
0: yeah, what well, which is you know humans we we do like to make war
1: and genders, but Venus yes. but Venus would say make love, not war, because Venus is the god of beauty, so it makes sense. Okay. Yep,
2: yeah. and she's hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finally, one lands. One lands.
2: They all land. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. They don't all land. They land, but I mean, all we have to do, all we have to do, is look at Katie's comments. No, they don't all land.
1: Just, just like okay. robots on they don't all land.
0: <laughs> now everybody knows my life. This is, this is in my existence on all right. a daily basis. Anyway. Yeah, I think
1: we should start wrapping up because I got Star Wars to play.
0: No, <laughs> Jedi. Yes, oh, How that's do you like awesome! It?
1: Holy crap! I can't wait for our it, Star Wars podcast, uh, December twenty second.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Oh, nice segue. So, uh, we we actually have uh, two more episodes. Uh, well, we have a, an ep- our next episode is December eighth. No, I am sorry, fifteenth. December fifteenth, because the eighth, I'll be out of town. Um, So in three weeks, we will be, uh, our episode will be the drunk stories of the sky. I'm so excited for that. Oh, yeah, we do actually have to drink because we did talk about Star Wars, but it is up here.
2: That's fine. I got
1: to (laughs) drop. Now, when we say drunk stories, we don't mean like we're coming in completely sober and we're going to sip on drink and at the end we be tipsy. No, I want us to come in hot. <laughs> okay, I, I, I was be, I, I was, was ready to go the moment we started talking about the Big Dipper and why the big bear has a tail. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and I will tell the story of what I accidentally called the Big Dipper once. In the oh yeah,
0: yes you will. All right, I'm looking forward was, to that. Yes,
2: it's a great time.
0: <laughs> right, and there will be LGBTQ stories. So if you don't like LGBTQ, get the fuck out anyway. We don't want you. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> wait, okay. So next week we're drunk constellation stories. The twenty second of December, is Stars. going to be Star Wars.
0: That's what's happening. So it, for for four hours, oh we're going to God. talk Star Wars, and we may have a special guest for it, but we're still working All on right, that.
2: We'll see. Um. So are do we have any? Are we have? Do we have any concluding things about Mars? How is
0: it? How is it really? Um. It's great. I hope to go there one day. That's it's red it. okay.
1: it's round it's <laughs> cool and i like it it's smaller it's than, small than earth. The earth it's in fact uh, a planet um i have i said how i said it's, it's
2: red it is it's red. it's got two moons phobos and deimos
0: matt damon's been there Fear
2: and panic because mars is named after the roman god of war and fear and panic go hand in hand
0: this day is a little over 24 hours long it's season oh, twice as long as season long. it has sunsets the biggest is called cool. Curiosity.
1: And Curiosity has landed in a really cool way. Let's talk about the Seven Minutes of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then in 2020 oh, we we'll right. have a new rover. It's again. called <laughs> Mars 2020. <laughs> March
2: 2020. March 2020. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so actually yeah, let me talk you about for this. It.
1: So it's basically a, a clone, a twin of Curiosity, uh, built with the same motor parts that this rover had except with a couple differences. Uh, the more... I guess you can call it infamous at this point. Uh, the more infamous um, piece of technology is a, like a capsule that's going to pick up some rock, some regolith, stick it in there, close it up, and at some point in the future, another rover would come in, capture that capsule, and launch the space and have it go back to Earth so we can check it out.
2: So it's going to be a sample return? Kind, of, kind of! I like,
1: I like the uh, emotion there. But there's really yeah. no funding at all to get it back. <laughs> we're just going to pick it up and pull oh, the rest. Oh. We'll do it later. We'll deal with it later. All it right. makes no sense. Anyway, cool. it's cool. I'm excited for it. <laughs> it launches next year. It gets there next year. And we're get going to science up in this bitch again. For
2: the science yes. shit out
0: of us. All right.
2: Science shit out of us. And then maybe science one day humans will get it. We don't know. At this rate, uh, not for a while. But we'll keep hoping.
0: Yeah. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Cool
2: alright well that was fun
0: that was fun so check us out again December 8th uh, excuse me 15th <laughs> god damn it fuck <laughs> numbers check us fuck out god. December 15th where right. we get drunk and talk about stories and you can send us your favorite stories if you want we might yep. be able to follow us it. at
2: drinking cosmos on twitter cosmos with cosmos on instagram and of course on all your podcast listening services And we'll see you next time.
0: Cheers, everybody.